In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. This is Dan the Dad, and you should listen to Raw and Order, or uh, you're grounded. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly source for pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined shortly by at least one of my co-hosts. I believe JLB is showing up, but I do not know if DA Fabe is showing up yet. In fact, speak of the devil, there is JLB. What's going on, man? How are you? It goes, it goes good, sir. The J- devil with the orange toque. Yeah, getting getting tired of getting beat up in WWE 2K22. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The showcases, it always makes you do so many freaking things. And I'm just like, I just want to be people. But I also want the rewards. Yeah. Thanks for your, uh, joining and watching that. That was fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Joined in. Joined in the chat for a bit. That's it. Why not? Tell someone off who's trying to tell you to skip this show. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't realize you were on the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. But like I said, I don't know if DA Fame is going to be coming. Oh, okay. I don't know. So we'll just go on with this uh, without. So Yeah, he shows up, he shows up. He don't, he don't. If show he, must go on. If show he dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. Um, I mean, you know, let's hope. I mean, I hope he doesn't die. Yeah, so, that's, that's a bit I much. Mean, in fairness. Yeah. Uh, but yes, it's it's been a crazy week, and I am so tired because we just had the podcast yesterday. <laughs> I know. And... I was like, "Am I going to skip today?" Am I... But I'm like, "No, I'm good. I'm good." Well, I'm I'm glad you didn't because it would have been a really boring <laughs> fantasy booking institute with me just sitting here by myself going. Um, so yeah, I'd uh, I'd book Kenny Omega in a match against a mannequin. <laughs> That's what I would do. So, but yeah, this is our uh, show where we do fantasy booking. The rules are kind of are pretty simple. We're going to take turns challenging the other to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We do not discuss them in advance because we think it's more fun that way, but also because we're lazy and often don't think them up in advance. So that's yeah, that's me. Um. But uh, before we get into the actual fantasy booking, uh, I do like to take this moment to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So once this episode's over, you can head down to the doobly-doos and check out the link to tatnusco.com. Uh, check out the other shows in the network there. Uh, tell them we sent you, and then come back here on this coming Sunday for our next live stream, um, and so on and so forth. Lather, rinse, repeat, right? You know it. I'm still I'm still recovering from Revolution. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, I haven't watched it a second time yet, um, but uh, I think that's my plan. Little WWE 2K22 a bit, and then uh, rewatching some of the uh, some of the event because I like I en- hold on. Uh, I don't like hearing myself all the time. Um, yeah, sorry. I'm just also sharing our podcast at the same time. Um, but yeah, no, honestly. I love the fact that we get great wrestling with AEW Revolution. Oh, it's on again. Jesus. Why does it keep auto-playing? I am so sorry. 
Fun fact, it's also on delay. Oh my god. Stop. Jesus, I'm sorry. Again. Fun fact, I can actually hear the delay. <laughs> there. Oh, man. I cannot hear myself three times in a row. It's enough. Yes. Uh, the problem with AEW Revolution, though, um, it's not necessarily a bad issue. But when you have so many engaging matches, you tend to get tiresome at some point um, just through wasting all of that energy from each match although you're just watching and not doing any of the work yeah. um no, I, I was talking to a co-worker about it there was no cool down match there was not a single one that's it and but i i don't i don't know what match you would have gotten rid of for a cool down you know maybe uh, putting one of those buy-ins though to maybe yeah but then that means taking one of the yeah, cards off the main know. card and putting it on the buy-in i mean you know yeah. i had the unpopular opinion that the Britt baker match was the weakest match on the main card right but i wouldn't want that i mean that's the women's can't be on the buy title you no. can't have that on the buy-in yeah twitter um, would go crazy on you you can't put eddie kingston versus chris jericho on the buy-in that's too big of a program right now to think of a story yeah right? yeah they, they really did well with that program they could mm -hmm. they could have maybe uh, just for a simple fact that, oh, my God, I'm going to be getting that match if I get Revolution. Let's go, you know, and then maybe start it off with CM Punk and MJ. <laughs> I mean, about the only match that maybe you move to the buy-in, but just because of its length, you'd have to move two matches off the buy-in into the thing, um, would have been the ladder match. Put the face of the Revolution ladder match on the buy-in so people on free YouTube got to see crazy Keithly, Keithly. craziness i mean that i'm surprised they kind of had that going for a little bit at least they did that a lot with mm -hmm. um whatever the the casino one uh the yeah. uh, what do you call double or nothing you know so i'm surprised they didn't just kind of keep that going um but yeah that maybe would have been a good move on their part for maybe revolution promotion um i, I think they were worried about getting pigeonholed and and getting crap from people like you know oh they always put the battle royal on the buy-in you know i don't know it was just a thought but i just like there but but even then okay so you move you move a couple of the matches from the buy-in onto it well you can't move the malachi black the house of black match on there that one was too good it wouldn't have been a cooldown match um so you you know what i think they are missing though they are just missing those wwe type of vignettes you know what i mean um, they could they could have had those are more... great cool down things yep where people can go but again they take time and adding yeah. some of those in would have meant it finishing moving... at 12 12 30 <laughs> yeah. yeah either going way longer or moving something off of the uh the main card yeah yeah. So. Like I, I think AEW would do wonders with a two night event. I think. Um I think that might be pretty good for them because that gives it 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 get it would give the viewer watching wanting more, thus also want and having that rest period too. Mm -hmm. Perhaps. Well, we'll see we'll see what Isn't... happens with this whole Ring of Honor.
uh, thing because I mean th- there's always a chance that they'll decide to start putting like uh, a two night back to back pay per view Ring of Honor pay per view on Saturday and you know what I mean and then AEW okay. on Sunday that That's that could be you know turning everyone into a celebration weekend would be kind of crazy but you know I don't know. I, I, I'm just spitballing and throwing shit at a wall right now because we literally don't know anything about their plans for <laughs> yeah. a, a Ring of Honor right now. And, and I don't know. We'll see. And maybe, we'll probably maybe, see maybe. in April, you know, when they, I'm, I imagine that Supercard thing is still going on in April. As far as I know, uh, all of the stuff that was being planned um, is still going to go on. So that relaunched uh, pay-per-view. Supercard of Honor is mm-hmm. going to go on. And then reportedly, they were already planning some sort of a show, <clears throat> you know, reoccurring show. But again, we're in this question, where's the show going to air now? Is Sinclair going to continue to air it even though it's no longer a Sinclair product? That seems unlikely to me, mm-hmm. you know, unless Sinclair is like, we'll sell you Ring of Honor and then we'll pay you money to put it on our show, on our channel. That. Yeah, it doesn't really. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you mentioned uh, at the same time, they got all that money. And it's if if the advertisers are good and they get it onto a good spot, maybe with everything that has happened with all the news and so on, it mm-hmm. maybe might be a good business decision, too. You get uh, good advertisers on those spots. You don't put it at 12 o'clock. You do put it on one of your pi- prime time scenarios. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could just be a way for him to regain more money from something he's already gained $40 million from, yeah. apparently. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, I that's, who knows? I mean, who really knows? And it is fun to to speculate and everything, but. I, you know, now that revolution is over, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear more stuff happening. I think Tony Khan, like, he had to make the announcement and wanted to make the announcement, but at the same point, he also knew that he didn't want to overshadow the events of, of revolution too much. And so, right. Um, and I don't think he did. I think it was a shock announcement, but uh, I think it still kind of worked out. Um, we didn't see anybody from ROH come in at Revolution. Nope. If I'm remembering, no, we didn't. <laughs> you know, so Re- Revolution was actually relatively low on surprises, right? Um, which is fine. You don't right. have to have all these shock surprises. I mean, you had William Regal, That's and a you had surprise. Swerve, and Swerve really wasn't a huge surprise because we knew Swerve was coming. Um, Did we? It had been reported on a variety of dirt sheets. Oh, okay. Like two weeks ago, that Swerve had signed. Oh, like, okay. Swerve, Swerve had signed. He's expected to show up in, within the next couple weeks, and then it was two weeks later when he showed up. So, I mean, we knew it was, he was likely coming. It's just when. Mm-hmm. Right. William Regal was the only like surprise. That's it. Dirt sheets didn't even know about that at all. Yep. Nice. I, I will I will point out I was just thinking about this in the uh, WWE packs that I've been opening. Um, mm-hmm. I did just realize that in my Allen and Ginter I do have soon to be Hall of Famer Vader. Oh, 
Nice. And reportedly soon to be announced, soon to be Hall of Famer, Psycho Sid. So um, you're going to have Sid as part of the Hall of Fame class? Reportedly. Mm. Andrew Zarian was reporting it earlier today. I think they didn't want to announce it too soon after the Big Van Vader announcement because I don't think they wanted to overshadow. Well, yeah, and that's moment. it. And they usually do once a week anyways, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. But Andrew Zarian was reporting that, that Sid was the next announcement they were going to do. So. I wonder if Sid is going to talk about the fact that he shat his pants when the Hall of Famer-to-be, The Undertaker, gave him a tombstone. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, or is he going to talk about how he is is uh, twice the man that uh, that Kevin Nash is, but he's got half the brain Kevin Nash has? Did he say this? He actually said this one time? That was a very famous WCW promo. Where he's oh like, yeah his promos were so bad <laughs> he, he, he was like and there there's rumors and reports rumors and innuendo as they say on some of the other podcasts mm-hmm. that it was planned out for him to make this mistake because it'd be funny for him to make this mistake and everything but yeah he he's he said we all know that I'm twice the man you are and I have half the brains that you have. And it was supposed to be like, I'm twice the man you are, and you have half the brains. Right. I, you're half the man I am, and I you have half the brains. I got twice I the brain. Like that, or uh, whatever. Uh, and he just, just fucked it up, you know? But, <laughs> uh, but in true Psycho Sid fashion, that lives on. Uh, between that and the, we're live, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Psycho Sid always had some fun in promos, but. Yeah, yeah, I remember even the whole thing. I think when he was looking for Goldberg or Jericho in the parking lot. I'm not sure which one. I remember seeing it on like the rise and fall of WCW. <laughs> that little segment there. It, it was just, I know the lot. A lot of the wrestlers were just saying like, it was hard to just really understand him because he put so much into the promo and he was screaming so much that it was just ridiculous. It was almost like a warrior promo. Mm-hmm kind of thing so you know yeah. fortunately he wasn't uh is luker supposed to be in the hall of fame why am oh, i thinking no. luger oh i think i just saw some fan um saw him at a wrestling con thing and he was there. I don't think anything. But yeah. I mean, that would be kind of neat to have Luger in the Hall of Fame too. You know, I mean, yeah. The, I I think what happened is they they were like talking about um, putting him in the Hall of Fame, and then the whole um, Miss Elizabeth de- dying, uh, reportedly due to to I want to say it was a drug overdose from stuff that Lex Luger was involved in. Right. And so they decided to be like, nope, there's that negativity around him. We're going to, we're going to pull away from that. Yeah. 2003, Elizabeth died as a result of a drug and alcohol overdose at the age of 42. Luger had been living with her at the time and the death was linked to involvement in heavy drug use with her. As well as several documented incidents with the law that led up to her death. Snap. So like they brought him up, brought up his name when they were talking about putting the four horsemen in, but they pulled it from there because they they just say there's too much negative 
behind his name and maybe eventually i mean if they can get past it with hulk hogan you know all the shit that he did and all the shit the warrior did all the shit that almost all of these people have done you know um i mean they finally put china in too right mm -hmm. so they'll never put sunny though sunny just keeps getting into trouble yeah i mean she might eventually get in but but it'll probably be posthumous because they won't be like okay we need to make sure that no more shit's gonna show up <clears throat> yeah it will just be no i don't think they're gonna we, we they won't do have... it when she's alive because yeah, there, there's no is... way for we can't we can't have the risk of the headline wwe hall of famer sunny arrested for dui or... dui or pornography charges or whatever i don't know mm-hmm. but well let's go ahead and get into the fantasy booking let's do it that's what brought the show around i always open up with the invitation to see if you want to go first or if you want me to go first so i'll do one okay uh let me ask you a question first you're gonna know by this question exactly where i'm going with this how many superstars do you know have masks right now WWE superstars? W, um, well, let's just open it up to WWE, uh, AEW, and Impact. Okay, so in terms of masks, we've got Rey Mysterio Jr. Of course, and I always am going to call him Jr. Because there was a Rey Mysterio. Right. Um, I think he's the only one still masked in main roster WWE. Yeah. Okay. That's what um, I was thinking too. NXT might have some masked wrestlers, but I just don't know offhand. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Uh in AEW you have like Fuego del Sol and Serpentico. Luchasaurus. Uh, Luchasaurus, uh uh Lucha Brothers, Phoenix and Pentagon. Right. Um and then uh Number 10 from the Dark Order wrestles in a mask. Right. Um, Alan Angels sometimes wrestles in a mask, but I think he's moving away from the mask now, so I'm not sure. Um, and then Evil Uno still wears a mask. Okay, fair. I think and then I guess negative one. I mean, you have to. Negative one. <laughs> negative one wears a mask. Okay. Uh, but I th- terms of regular wrestlers i think that's all the masked ones in AEW. abaddon isn't a mask right that's just makeup nope that's just makeup same um, thing with rosa um uh, sting makeup, sting makeup darby makeup. makeup yeah i think that's all currently but yeah I don't offhand think of anyone in uh, Impact that has that wears a mask currently. Well, I mean, I guess uh, Grisham, but he only wears Grisham wears it to the ring, but to the ring. um, There's got to be more. I feel like we're missing someone though. In a similar thing, Andrade wears a mask to the ring, but not. That's fair. 
uh, actually in the ring. Um, I'm going through the AEW roster right now to kind of kind of see. Um, uh, House of Black all wear masks to the ring, but I'll take them off in the ring. Uh, right. I kind of wish Christopher Daniels would wear a mask that would cover that fucked up eye of his. Oh, she's creepy. It's creepy. It's fucking creepy. Have you seen that thing? I don't I don't think so. I don't think uh maybe I'm just not as judgmental as you are, but I'll certainly check it out. No, it's it's been a focal point of of being the elite how creepy that eye is. Oh, really? um, okay. His right or his left? It's his um I believe left eye. Um his left apparently eye. Okay. So our not... right side, his left when he's looking at the um, camera. Yeah, it would be our right his left. Yeah, when we're looking at him, it'd be yeah his left yeah. eye, what would look like our on on the right side of our like, screen. Okay, yes. perfect. Okay, yeah. Um, All right. Hey, technically, Kip Sabian wears a box over his head. Head does that count? <laughs> I mean, he's not wrestling actively, but he's wearing that box. So, um... okay. So I'll open it up to not necessarily build me your mask versus mask. But build me your gimmick versus gimmick to really broaden it a bit where winner, loser rather, is not allowed to have that gimmick anymore. And the winner is allowed to go between those two gimmicks, whichever gimmick his opponent had. A little too vague? No, sorry. I was just finishing up the AEW roster and... Yeah, I think that was all the the mask ones on the AEW roster. Um, yeah, so there's not a lot anymore, and that's what was uh, I was trying to kind of figure out when I was playing the Rey Mysterio Eddie Guerrero mask versus championship match at Halloween Havoc so, <clears throat> that you lost twice, <laughs> once technically. No, 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 twice because you had to restart. Oh, it. yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm right. Okay. Uh, really quickly, just to be a uh, completionist, I'm on the WWE page just to make sure. Ray Mysterio Jr. The only one. T-Bar no longer wears his stupid mask. Right. They fired Shane Thorne, so no mask for him. Um uh 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 live uh, not live nikki ash wears a mask oh okay that's fair technically a mask it's a valid point no you're right <laughs> so eminem becomes most gold and platinum certified artist in history sorry i just read that Figured our wrestling fans who like Eminem, maybe our wrestling fans, our wrestling podcast fans who might like Eminem. Yeah, potentially. I mean, there might be some overlap there. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think. I think in terms of WWE, the only one that consistently Damn. wears a mask is Rey Mysterio Jr. Okay, um, so we'll switch it to gimmick. Gimmick versus gimmick. Um, Danhausen. No, Danhausen's makeup. Um, yeah, so gimmick versus gimmick. I guess build me your gimmick versus gimmick match. Doesn't have to be with one promotion per se. If you want to keep it on one promotion with two gimmick wrestlers, you certainly can. Um, 
And yeah, just kind of builds me how you would go with that. Well, I guess I'll leave it to you. Either you can build me the matchup or build me how we get there and why you chose that person to win. Gimmick versus gimmick. Um, so I need to have two people that I wouldn't be sad if one of them loses their gimmick. Well, you're making the match, so you can yeah, have... Yeah, so one of them has to lose their gimmick. Yeah. And so I have to make sure that whichever one that I <laughs> When you one don't like... Them, yeah. I, 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 I'm fine with them losing their gimmick. Um, <laughs> That's fair. Got it. <clears throat> Got stretch for this one. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a uh, friends versus gimmick match. A uh, trios match, to be precise. Oh, okay. Um, on one side, you are going to have the best friends uh, featuring... All of the best friends, Chucky e. T, Beretta, uh, Wheeler Yuta, um, Spring Rocky Romero in in the mix there, all that, but specifically Orange Cassidy and one day. Dan Housen. Um, and and so the match is going to feature Orange Cassidy, Dan Housen, and we'll do Wheeler Yuta. We'll keep the the traditional best friends out of it. Okay, but so, but the 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 rule is if they lose, they can't be friends anymore. No more friends for you if you lose. Okay, no more friends. On the other side, we have Mister Ass himself, Billy Gunn, and his two sons, the Gun Club. Where if they lose, they can't be the gun club anymore, and they have to go by Rod and Todd ass. <laughs> Rod and Todd ass! <laughs> and the build-up's already started. Hashtag ass boys. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, and so, you know, I would have this take place. Should we, should we wait until full gear? Let it build up over six months. Or... They could easily do that, yeah. I mean, they've been doing it with just social media here and mm -hmm. there. And, yeah, you know. That's part of why I'm debating because they've been actually already doing it. So they could do, they could have the, the payoff at double or nothing um, here in a few months. Um, Maybe not all the way till full gear. We'll we'll go to all out. That'll be that'll be the better one. So still a few months, but not quite as many. Anyways. But it's gonna lead up to the match. It is going to feature Mr. Ass and the Gun Club versus the best friends. The match is gonna be fire. We all know it is. Gun Club's yeah, good. Yeah. Uh yeah, Billy Gunn's good. Uh like everything, but it is going to feature in the end the triumphant, the triumphant victory by the best friends. 
they are going to get to continue to be the best friends. And for at least a short period of time, the gun club will go by ass boys. Um, Forever. Um, I think I, I think they'll probably eventually be the ass boys, the gun club. Um, or something. I feel like, like they're just gonna change it though. Like they might as well. I feel like they're getting more popularity with ass boys than gun club. So they might, but I yeah, I think I think they wanna try to go with gun club because it's a name that they can they've got trademarked really well. I mean I they've trademarked ass boys, but gun gun club I think has more marketability in the long run. So I think they wanna do that. But mm. either way, even for a short period of time it still would be good for them to come out too. Yeah, we're ass boys. Dun dun dun. Yeah, we're Gotta change ass the song. boys. <laughs> they, they, they actually, you, you saw that um, Danhausen had a song made for the ass boys. No, he did. Mm. It's epic. I gotta check that out. It's on YouTube. Yep. <laughs> oh no, you're gonna put it on, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. We'll see if we get demonetized for it. Oh, no moolah for us. But epic entertainment, apparently. Is the trade off worth it? We'll let you know. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out sooner rather than later. But yeah, I think that'd be fun because that's something that's kind of already happening. And um, like you mentioned, and that would just be a good time. Uh, what would you make it where if, let's say, Cassidy and Danhausen lost? Well, the if, gimmick say, was went that route, they, they weren't, wouldn't just be allowed be to friends be friends anymore. anymore. And so they would have to, <laughs> to break up. And... Uh, not like a, oh, and by the way, you can't put your hands in your pocket anymore, and you can't no, put curses just, anymore. Because it's a, it's about it's about not being friends anymore. That was the whole. All thing. right, that's fair. Okay. Hello, yes, Dan Hasen here. Billy Ass and the Ass Boy. Dan has a great friend, great strong friend, Billy Ass. A gift for his wonderful Ass Boys, a new entrance theme song. So that way they can embrace the Ass and enter with the proper <laughs> musics. Dan has it is hired. Musical professionals to do such a thing that has brought the lyrics himself. So enjoy. We're the ass boys. We're the ass boys. Okay, I'm only going to play that much because. Yeah, really don't that's fair. <laughs> just completely. Yeah, we did this whole podcast, and it's completely shut off because of it. Completely shut down. <laughs> We're the ass boys. That is catchy bow, though. Bow, he, he can sing too. the ass boys. That's actually him singing. No, uh, no, it's not Danhausen singing. Um, but he did apparently write the lyrics to it. Oh, okay. And. Uh, who was it? Da, da, da. Two minutes to late night is the name of the the band. Oh, okay. Um, so you can you can find it on YouTube. Two minutes to late night. 
Billy Ass and the Ass Boys official video. Copyright 2022. So that uh, that's the part there that made me go, eh, let's not play it too long. <laughs> that's fair. That does sound good, though. That does sound good. But no, what better punishment for the best friends if they're not allowed to be, friends, be friends anymore? anymore? Can't be friends. That's true. That's and that true. means that means all of them. That does uh, doesn't just mean those three. So then Trent Beretta and oh my god, they can't give the people what they want anymore. They wouldn't be able to give the people what they want. Whew. You got to give the people what they want. You got to give. I mean, that's the whole philosophy of anything mm-hmm. in entertainment. You got to yes. give the people what they want. You got to give them what they want. <laughs> Aside from Batista, do not give him what he wants. Don't do Batista it. Batista doesn't do give it. what he wants. No, never. Bam. Nice. I like that. Short and sweet, but... No, that works. <laughs> so, for you, because we were talking theme songs, I was thinking about this because there's the furor online over um, CM Punk using his old music and some people being like, well, that's not fair because we're not... Like old school fans, we didn't know that it was his old music, and so we were confused. Other people like, you should suck it. If you didn't know CM Punk's old music, you can't call yourself a CM Punk fan. Well, CM Punk even wrote on a fan about that and then deleted it because the fan was just genuinely not knowing. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't watch ROH. And da, 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 da. And it was like a genuine, like, I wasn't trying mm-hmm. to troll you, Punk. Yeah. I just didn't know, you know? The problem is the problem with that argument in my book. And don't do get me wrong. Research. I, yeah. Well, do you freaking but here's the here's the biggest thing is Excalibur fucking said. Oh my goodness, this is his old Ring of Honor theme. Right. Excalibur said it as he was coming out. So so yeah, you didn't get the pop of recognition. I get that. We've talked before about how great theme songs have that instant recognition. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest, it had been such a long time since I heard it um, that I didn't like 100% recognize it at first. Um, I'll be the first to admit. I also... Oh, I didn't either. I mean, the only reason why I thought it was maybe ROH is because how he was dressed. Because mm-hmm. that's how I remembered him in ROH. And I was like, oh, I, this is I also will have to admit that... My brain got all conflagrated uh, with um, CM Punk theme songs because he's had three main theme songs in his career. He's had Masario Cantare, um, which is the one that played here, which is originally performed by the band AFI or A Fire Inside. Mm. He then in WWE had This Fire Burns, performed by Kill Switch Engaged as his theme song for a while. And then when he came back from his leaving WWE with the title thing, that's when he had Cult of Personality. uh, And that's what continued to be his theme song, By In Living Color, uh, ever since then. So... But my brain got conflagrated be- between This Fire Burns by Killswitch Engaged and Mazzaro Cantare verse from A Fire Inside. The fire part in my brain got all... And so in our text <laughs> messages back and forth during it, I mistakenly misidentified it as This Fire Burns uh, at first before then being like, oh, wait, no, nope, nope. I got to correct myself. It's Mazzaro Cantare. Because it it was. 
So, but that's that's the point. I mean, I'm I'm a fan. <clears throat> I watched some of Ring of Honor when he was back in Ring of Honor. I watched early, early. Oh, hey, look who decides to join. Oh, hey, someone, bud. Someone finally shows up. Send the link, motherfucker. <laughs> he been waiting. Been look waiting. Look who saying. He's been waiting. Hey, he been just waiting. joined in this thing. I <laughs> sent you the invite at 10.15. No, no, no. He woke up, and then I said, yeah, come on in. Yeah. Look at the shit. Motherfucker. <laughs> Not my job. I my job is to host a podcast. Yeah, that's a valid point. It is. I mean, in job. fairness, I fell asleep this afternoon too. But I, I oh, uh, you didn't sleep during the day? Uh, no, <laughs> not not during the day, but it was afterwards, after work, while uh, my wife was uh, watching a show at, with my daughter, and I, I was just like, "Hey, can you just kind of watch her? I'm gonna close my eyes for a bit." Nice. Four-year-old daughters don't like it when their daddy's asleep, though. They're saying, no. like, hey, is hey. that your eye? Let me see your eye. Oh, Daddy, my hands are dirty. Why are you sticking your finger in my eye if your hands are dirty? <laughs> going to have fucking pink eye now. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so so, so what I was thinking about, DA Fabe joins us. In the, well, actually, before we get to mine, let's give DA Fabe a chance to crack at your challenge since we just finished my answer for your challenge. Perfect. Well, I'm going to go grab some cookies. Challenge. He never fucking does a long challenge. Um, it really wasn't that long of a challenge because we talked uh, Revolution for a while first. We did. Just we did. For a while. Uh, his challenge was um, originally we also talked to WWE 2K22 because that's what he was playing beforehand which informed his challenge. Apparently uh, I sucked at yeah, yeah, he wasn't great. Um, Allegedly. His, Allegedly. His, thank you. His <laughs> challenge was, originally it was going to be uh, book a current mask versus mask match. But then we realized that in terms of WWE, AEW, and Impact, there really aren't a ton of masks. AEW has... has One. AEW has a fair amount of masked wrestlers, uh, but WWE has, as far as we can tell, one masked wrestler. Do you need to run get a paper towel? All right. What happened? What dog doing? He spilled his drink on his keyboard. Oh, one job. That's a... <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that. Yeah, that sure wasn't his job. No. Hold on. I'll be right back. Fine. You should call DA Fabe the delayer. Billy X and the ass boys. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> They're the ass boys. Oh. Bow, bow, bow. Billy X and the oh, ass boys. Oh, yeah, boy. my four. Let's turn this off for a second. And he's gone. <laughs> yep, yep, he's gone. 
Well, now so, we play the waiting game. Let's see. Let's see if that forces whole computer to, to shut down. <laughs> Just because of the keyboard? No. I was trying to find a button to power off the keyboard, and it might have been the button to power off the computer that he pressed. From the keyboard? Or put it to sleep. Mm. Is that no? That's no, him. that's no. still him. So he's still on. <laughs> he's just in cameraless mode. He can't hear us because he doesn't have his headphones on yet. Nope. So, so we can say whatever we want about him. It's still recording. He can hear us afterwards. Yeah, but he probably doesn't listen afterwards. So I think we're good. Bow no no, Billy and ass boys. Bow no no. Hi guys, I'm sorry I had a little stuff going on. Yeah, you had a little bit of an incident. That's fine. I have a four-year-old, so I'm used to incidents happening. I am the incident. Mostly because <laughs> I was asleep five minutes ago. <clears throat> so, anyways, his challenge was uh, <laughs> to book a gimmick versus gimmick match. A, for lack of a better term, a mask versus mask match. But you can use whatever gimmicks you want because there aren't enough masked wrestlers in WWE to really make it worth it. Or AEW. Or really AEW. There are a few more in AEW, but so. Gimmick versus gimmick match. Book it. Who would win? Why? What's the aftermath? Stay in their current companies and all that? No, just mostly based off the gimmick. So let's say um, his was, it would be the best friends versus uh, the gun club. If the gun club uh, had lost, they have to call themselves the ass boys from now on. If Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen had lost, then they are no longer able to be friends anymore. Because that's their gimmick. They're best friends, right? With that whole crew. So more along. But otherwise, he was leaving it pretty wide open. So yeah. if you if you needed to cross promotions or uh whatever, you could do it. And the floor is yours. All right, I got it. I got it. Here we go. 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 <coughs> so it's cough. It's cough versus cough. Cough, apparently. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting pick. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mute. There's a mute button for a reason. No, no, man. We're living this whole thing. <laughs> Fucking John Moxley in this episode. I don't want to live vicariously through your coughing. <laughs> All right, what do you got? Spit it out. All right. You don't got it, do you? I had it. He's gone. He's <laughs> gone. Jesus Christ. <coughs> There it is. Oh. Lost again. No, um, all right. So I'm going to have Jungle Boy versus Chris Jericho. Hair versus hair, but they both have hair for different reasons. Chris Jericho's hair, rock star. Jungle Boy never got cut, was raised jungle. by wolves in the jungle. Jungle Boy, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hello. 
Jungle Boy's going to win. Chris Jericho's going to go on tour with Fozzie. Bald? What? He's going to go on tour with Fozzie Bald? You just get a haircut. No, but it's hair versus hair. Yeah, hair versus hair never said you had to shave him bald, though. Specifically. <coughs> um, and he could go back to old short hair Chris Jericho. He could. A rock star with short hair Chris Jericho. Yeah, and I mean, the dude looks like he could use a reprieve from the extra heat. Yeah. He's, put, he's insulating here already. He doesn't need the insulation here. And that way we can see fucking Jungle Boy do Jungle Boy shit. Which, and I don't no. think that match has ever happened either. So we'd also see a first time in AEW. Yeah. Oh, nice. Jungle like versus it. Jericho. It even says a video game, man. <laughs> yeah, Jungle versus Jericho. I can dig with that. Jungle in the Ayatollah of Rock and Roller match. Yeah. He's an ass boy. He's still on his ass I'm sure his is better, but I'm still waking up. That that song is just too catchy. I got to be honest with you. Um, So, yeah. So, we were moving on to my challenge. My challenge, uh, it's actually way better now that I have both of you here. So, um, what I want to do is it's going to be kind of rapid fire back and forth, but I'm I'm not going to necessarily rapid fire. Uh, directly, I'm just going to go back and forth between you guys. But um, seeing as we had CM Punk debut under old music uh, this weekend, I want you each to... I think four is a good number. Each will go back and forth. Four wrestlers that you would want to go back to an old music and what old music, what old entrance music you would have them do. And why? Why did you like that one for them? So, so each of you does four. Who wants to go first? So I'll I'll go first. I I think I'm you. Um, I think I would much rather Roman go for the Shield music again. I think you could still make that, but maybe I guess. Tweak it a little bit more heelish, but still have all the same tunings of the shield dun, 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 kind of thing. Um, I'm not a fan of how his music is now. It's like just not as recognizable as the shield. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that music would make it even more exciting. The only thing I'm excited about with Roman is uh, acknowledge me. And then, uh, you know, his promos are fine. But I think that would get me a little bit more pumped out when he comes out. Have the shield music blasting. Okay. DFAB. <laughs> so we're alternating these? Yes, yes. we're alternating. Oh, shit. I thought I could take an apple fucking... Seems like that being the fucking answers. Wow. Yeah, yeah what's up? Them. I already took my nap. I don't need a nap now. Apparently you do, Grant. Woke up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> All right. Um, go back to their old team. Triple H. Hmm. The music right after DX broke up. Um, the 
What's up? Is this on? Oh, okay. With the green, with the green and red strobes or whatever green. And oh, I get it. I just, I, I just think you're tone deaf. <laughs> Here, hold up. Wait. I think I don't think it's gonna break our licensing if I keep it under two minutes or under two seconds. Well, I mean, in fairness, we paid thir- played thirty seconds of Billy Ass and the Assboys earlier, so. <laughs> I turn this back on. Hold on. Or that, or it doesn't work anymore. Oh, that's a great theme song. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. it's it's lovely ads. What can I tell you? Something about hey, the new Google Pixel Six, guys, go get it. It's the one I carry. It's about something. Is this on? You weren't even doing yes. that at all. You were not. <laughs> I am, Shut your fucking hole. I, I am going to uh, <laughs> save a clip of that. <laughs> and post it on Twitter and see if anyone could recognize the theme song. <laughs> Uh, no, that's a great theme song, though. I would, uh, yeah. And uh, I, I mean, I, I love Foghat or Motorhead or whoever Lemmy's part of. I'm just fucking with you. I knew it was Motorhead. I said Foghat to fuck with people. Calm down. I think you just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Calm down. Okay, maybe calm I did down. think it was Foghat. Calm down. Just calm down. Calm so, down. Um, uh, but but there was just something about that transition just fucking was like all right this motherfucker's serious now it ain't no fucking dx bullshit no more no that was a great song i liked it a lot and that's what is that what, that's where he started the water thing no yes with that theme song it's yeah. right after the jr interview i had the damn game jr <laughs> yeah nice Okay. That's good shit. That's one down each. Back to JLB. Next one. Back to JLB. You thought I left. No, I just didn't want you to see me sleeping. (laughs) You're up, man. Sorry. Come on. Come on. I am erratic as fuck tonight. Holy shit. What do you mean? I you have to ping pong back and forth. Yeah, you have to give me one. Oh, no, no, no. I just have no, to say one. Just, All right, yeah, we're just, we're just uh, rolling back. All right. Um, AJ Styles to his Impact song. Uh, which was the... Um, I'm having... Jeff Jarrett's song in my head now for some reason. My world! <laughs> but it's not that one. Um, but it was like simply phenomenal. Um, I remember it. It's been so long <laughs> that now, but yeah, I could definitely play it. Um, AJ Styles. TNA theme. 
Uh, was it the 2009 to 2012? On my own. I am, I am. Sorry, that's it. Okay. Love that song. That was like his best one ever. I mean, I'm used to the new AJ one now, but yeah. Okay, back to DA Fabe. I'm going to mute my mic real quick so I can hear this first. To make sure that's the one I want, okay? Okay. Either way, Officer Smarks does not seem pleased. <laughs> it's not the way I would have gone for that. I mean, I don't know if I would have chosen AJ Styles' theme song one way or another, but whatever. This is why this is a fun, fun game for you guys. <laughs> You're like, I hate all I, of your picks. I, I'm, you, I'm telling you, you right now, my, my first choice would be staying going back to Search and Destroy. Mm. Such a destroy. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? Here you go. But that's what he has now. No, it is not. Oh uh, yeah, it's Mark's been, helping it's, me out, brother. It's that different. It is different. They remade it in WWE, I think. Okay. Um, but mm-hmm. just have the Debbie Study style one. Yep. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That was the WWE one. Yes. Okay. Second one was the WWE one. First one was the WCW one. The oh, WCW yeah. the one. There's something for originals, man. Yeah, it There's hits Something harder. for originals. Okay. Yep. Nope. That's fair. That's two down um, each. Back to JLB. Um, um, I would have never have changed Kane's original theme song. Amen. That was actually going to be my other choice. With the yeah. mask. Mm-hmm. And then whatever. My God, it's Hellfire and Breadstone. That's gotta be, that's gotta be Kane. Great theme song. Never should have changed it. Should have just kept with that. Should have been like The Undertaker, although The Undertaker technically changed a few times. Um, but yeah, definitely Kane's old theme was epic. That was monumental. And you didn't need a lyric to go in front of it so you can recognize it just that it was amazing you're up are you ready yep okay keith lee nxt i would i don't hate the aew one i know that we don't they can't get the rights to the nxt one but i would have never changed it in wc in wwe yeah. uh in fairness I, I was thinking about it. they might be able to get the rights to the the NXT. Was it Jim Johnson, you think? No, it was CFOs, but the whole thing is WWE's moving away from CFOs. 
because uh, CFOs as a group is no longer together. So the licensing rights are just held by the the record company. And WWE doesn't want to pay the record label for them. So they're... Oh, they'll pay for Keith Lee just to fuck over AEW. Yeah. So so that's that's why they moved him away from from his NXT. That's why they moved all of them away. That's why all of them coming oh, up from NXT get new ones. <clears throat> it's why it's actually why so many uh wrestlers have new theme songs just out of the blue. It's like who mm. else got a new theme song just recently? Uh it's just like right before Royal Rumble, like two people got new theme songs just like literally the smackdown before Royal Rumble. I can't remember. Yeah, well Ricochet was one. Ricochet was one of them because his old one was a a CFO's one. Um, the other one was one of the women's wrestlers, but I can't remember who it was. Anyways, because I remember saying that right before Royal Rumble is not the time to change a person's theme song. Right. Okay. That's three down each. Yeah. Back to JLB for the final of his side. Um. So I don't think Christian is using this one, but uh, just close your eyes, Christian theme song. Yeah, he's not using I mean, he's got a whole new theme song for, for AEW. Right? So, yeah. Okay, that's it. Like, that too is just epic, completely synonymous with Christian. Was that, did he only do that one in Impact, or was that also in WWE? No, that, yeah, that was TNA, no? Yeah, probably just TNA. Oh, TNA was pretty good with the freaking theme songs, man. TNA did pretty decent. Yep. Music in Christian's case, it was a version of Evanescence, My Last Breath, but we doubt many people ever got to hear it. Yeah. Oh, such a good theme song, though. Okay, final one from DFA. I'm going to have a bonus at the end of this. Okay. Um, <laughs> Almost I'm, I'm final a... one from DFA. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, in terms of reverting back to an old theme, um, when The Rock came back in 2003, he had the little city background thing. And it, mm-hmm. yeah, I would just go back to hit the smell with The Rock. I would even go back with, do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Yeah, either of those, either of those with that as the opening theme. None of that, the weird city thing that was weird. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it makes I'm sense. I'm also down with Booker T going back to the original Harlem Heat music. Um, the, uh, can you dig it? That was great, though. Hot take. I do believe that Stone Cold's disturbed theme should have always have been his theme. As long as there's breaking glass at the beginning. Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. you have to have the breaking glass, but then disturbs theme would have been just crazy. Love this that. theme was this song was never used by any professional wrestler. Um, when when I was young and thought I was going to be a professional wrestler, of course I never took any zero precisely zero, zero steps yeah. towards yeah being a professional wrestler. But I knew my fucking theme song. Um, if I was going to put it on a wrestler today, it would be on Killer Cross. Uh, this is a song called Narayan, and 
I think that's how you pronounce it, by the Prodigy. And I would put that on Killer Cross and I hope not. Yeah, this episode's never going to see the light of day. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get Not copyright getting monetized strikes. on this one. Yeah, copyright <laughs> strikes left and right. Boom, boom, boom. That's, that's, our, that's our new tagline. Raw yeah. Note or WBU. That song, copyright strikes left and right. In boom, 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 1998, boom. I bought the, in 1997, 98, I bought the album for the, the best Prodigy album there was, which was Fat of the Land. Fat of the Land. Um, and uh, that song was number seven, and I just fucking was like, "Yeah, like, change I, my pitch up, smack up. my pitch up." That would also be a great theme song. There's about six songs on there that would be fantastic for wrestling. Themes. I, I too also. That was the one same point. with Firestarter, no? Yep, Firestarter was on that one. Yeah. Same yep. with Firestarter. Dun, 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 I, dun, I too, dun, uh, at one point so thought was I was going to be a Breed professional also wrestler. On. Um, Damn, that was all on the same album. Yeah, yeah. breathe yeah, was yeah, on that. Fire. Breathe yeah, with me. That that, oh, that album was phenomenal. No, 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 I too no, thought no, I was no. going to be a professional wrestler without taking any training or any any steps towards yeah. it. Uh, the only step I took was telling my mom one night that I wanted to look into going into professional wrestling school, and then my mom spent half an hour telling me all the reasons that I shouldn't be a professional wrestler, um, including the fact that I like give up on things way too easily. And... <laughs> Uh, I'm Jesus. not super athletic, and uh, I don't like pain. See, Mom? You see where I'm at now? Yeah, yeah. Almost three years of the podcast now, Mom. And give up on this. <laughs> but, you could um, still do it, buddy. You could. You, just, you could still do it. I mean, I mean in or fairness, Jackson, D- you're there. D- DDP, man, you, you know, yeah. he was almost my age when he started wrestling. I mean, he was already in good he shape. Was younger. And, and yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he, he started training like at 32. Yeah. But, you know, but. Uh, but so I mean, what's fucking 10 years? Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Like, so, so what if my knees are bad and my back's bad and my, I'm out of shape and, you know, I've got a family and, and bills and shit. Yeah, and yeah you can't travel now. Can't and... travel and. You know, I mean, who who cares, right? You'll What's lose the weight when all you eat is bologna. Yeah, two slices I'll, a day. I'll lose the weight when I'm throwing up all the time from all the squats <laughs> they make me do. And you also have no money from the divorce that is inevitably going to happen. <laughs> um, she can take it all, both dollars. <laughs> what uh, what one of one of the ones I would have done is, and I know this is this is. Uh, uh, unpopular opinion, but Edge going back to never gonna stop. The Rob uh, Zombie. That, that's that's my favorite Edge theme, and I know people love metal. How did that go? Uh, it was the Rob Zombie. Never gonna stop you. Never oh. gonna stop. Yeah. Uh, it still started with the "You think you know me?" Right. I think I actually prefer prefer that theme better. <laughs> Also, somebody bring back Gangrel's music. I don't even fucking care if we have Gangrel or a vampire gimmick or anything. Well, I mean, we've had so it like twice this year. Yeah. Just Edge coming out to it. That's it. So, you know, we kind of got it back. 
or two times. That that WWE, the I, I want to say it's the second album that they had of performer wrestler or wrestler themes. Who fire, fucking fire! I also would have never let the Undertaker switch off of uh, some variation of the funeral procession song thing, the Bobber. Oh, um, I absolutely I, hated the Ministry one. Uh, you know, it was good for what it was. Um, I I also would probably um, and I'll reference one, but I would love to have seen uh, mankind do one more run with the um, the original mankind. Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see. Ode to Freud by Mankind. Yeah, that's the one there. Um. You give us some background on this. Don't put it on the screen. Fuck. Then we'll have it clear enough that we will get. Well, the thing is, uh, let's see. I don't even know. Uh, Gotta jump through some hoops here. Because I think I have. Dexter Lubitz could also come out to Narayaman. It's also on uh, the streams too, well. Like Apple, Spotify, they have them all. Yeah, I, I have it on my on my music device. Um, on your stem player? Yeah. On stem player. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are going to be able to hear this. Did you hear that at all? Well, I'm playing mine. Do we have both of ours playing? Yes. Oh, okay. I'll stop mine then. Anyway. Um, it was great. And come to think of it, this man has already lost his ear. Yeah, already when, lost when he, his ear. <laughs> when uh, he came out to that theme song. He's done so much hardcore matches since he debuted there in WWE. Like just the amount of career this guy has done and had and matches and fire. What are you doing now? So this was I I'm trying to see if I can get this set up in a way that I can do everything right. Okay, let's see what what were there any, Okay, this one this one goes to um one of uh, D.A. Fame's choices. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? <laughs> the Rock's playing the smackdown. The Rock's Works great. Mm -hmm. That's fire. Um, th this is going back earlier in Edge. I enjoy that one deeply. Yeah, that one was fire. But this was that the Never Gonna Stop Me one? No. No. Oh, that was the Jim Johnston one. Give me one second. Uh, I've, I've got um a fair amount of WWE music on my computer, so. Jesus, uh, nerd. <laughs> this is the guy with a giant Batman behind his head. Someone painted that for me. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, ha. Huh? Robert Pattinson probably did. I did watch it. I can't. Uh, I don't think it. Good I, I, I've heard it's not 98% Rotten Tomatoes, even though that's what the Rotten Tomatoes rating is for. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's the best Batman. You wouldn't say? I wouldn't say it's the best Batman. It's creative. It's tough to beat all of the Dark Knight series. Uh, A a lot of the people that I've been seeing say, here's the thing. It's different, right? Yeah, Yeah, it's detective Batman. But it's, it's, it's the first time in the history of Batman movies that they've showed off the detective side. So, um... No, it's fine. But, there was nothing wrong with it. It's just it didn't really um, add anything either. It's currently more... at eighty-six percent uh, critics and eighty-nine percent for audience score. So it's peeling back some. The well, it always does. Precious. I mean, as you get more critics and more audience out there, that that always evens out a bit. I mean, there's over ten thousand ratings for audience score, mm. and that's gonna gonna even things out a bit, but. Here's I haven't seen it yet, so I can't I can't make a judgment. But I mean, I, I, I can't even say much about it either because I was incredibly under the influence mm-hmm. when going to watch it. So what I can say is, and I've had this controversial opinion for a long time. Um, I firmly believe that as good as the Dark Knight is, that its mystique has been held up to a higher level based on Heath Ledger's death. That if Heath Ledger had not died shortly before the release of that movie, uh, shortly after the filming of that movie, and the legends of of how he went so dark in the character that that's what ended up uh, causing him to, you know, all this stuff, I, I don't think it would have had the the overall stank on it. Yeah. I mean that's and, possible. And, but and I mean, here's the deal. I, I I will extend this theory to one of my favorite movies of all time, The Crow. I firmly believe now I was excited for The Crow long before it came out, long before Brandon Lee died. But I also do believe that from an overall cultural significance, the crow would not have had the impact it had had if Brandon Lee had died during filming. It will it would have been seen in modern day, people would see it as uh, a, a 90s noir gothic action movie, and that's about it. Right. Um, and so, and I, I think we hold the some of these movies up to, to higher standards after the, the star died because of that mystique that it brings. Um, I, I fully think that uh, The Dark Knight Rises is a deeply flawed movie. As much as I like it, there's some major flaws with it. Um, and I also, you know, like the idea of a Batman movie that explores a Batman who's not just, uh, I'm going to swoop in and beat up people, you know? Uh, right. a, a Batman that actually solves crimes. Um there are some things with the new Batman movie that I do know about, even though I haven't seen it, that I think enhance the Batman mythos uh, in a way that, that even the comic books have never gone into um, that I think will, will be really fun to explore down the road. Where are they? Sorry. <laughs> but um, I also do have the unpopular opinion, maybe, that... Um, 
and like again, I haven't seen Robert Pattinson, so I can't really comment on him. But that of all the people who portrayed Batman uh, slash Bruce Wayne over over the years, uh, the the one who had the potential to be the best Batman slash Bruce Wayne of them all and never got the chance to really show us is Ben Affleck. Michael Keaton. Kevin Conroy is the best Batman. I'll be. I'll say that. Michael Keaton. Yeah, Pattinson wasn't that bad, to be honest with you. Like, I didn't hate him. I didn't overly like him. I didn't think he was the best one either. I, but like, I, I'm like, okay, I, I could see him as Batman I, though. I, I will 100% throw down hands with anyone who doesn't agree that that Kevin Conroy is the best Batman. Michael Keaton. Kevin Conroy was which one? Uh, he's the Batman the animated series and the voice of the Batman in most of the animated yeah, stuff. He's, uh, he's defending him. Yeah, he's using Kevin Conroy, who didn't actually have to act, just had to be a voice. It's like saying that, you know, um, Kevin Luke Conroy Skywalker is literally the best Joker. Uh, Mark Hamill, and he is legitimately the best Joker. Uh, there's no doubt about he's that. He's the best voice of the Joker, correct. He is, he is legitimately the best Joker. He's never acted as the Joker. He has acted as the Joker. He's a he's a voice. I mean, he's voice um, acted. He's Kevin Conroy been, also like, has acted as Bruce Wayne live action. So, um, so there. But, but again, the fucking mic tonight. Again, to my point, I told you it's an unpopular opinion. I, I, I do think Ben Affleck had the potential to be the best overall Batman and Bruce Wayne, but he never got a chance to truly show us what he what he, he was he capable. He played of. the best Bruce Wayne of all of them. Mm-hmm. By, by by leaps and bounds, by far, and he had the potential to be the best Batman if they would have given him a solo Batman movie like he was supposed to do. Um, it's but, true; he, he never was, got one, right? He was always he was like, like in a Justice League. Everything that was Batman. good about Christian Bale as as Bruce Wayne on the Bruce Wayne side, he was everything that was good about Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne. He was a million times better than than uh, George Clooney as Bruce Wayne. Um, nobody, I mean, Val Kilmer will never be at anybody's best or worst on the list. Uh, Val Val Kilmer does make best Batman, but that will never make the worst, worst, up until, up until Ben Affleck, I would have said Val Kilmer had, had the best Bruce Wayne, but one of the weakest Batman, um, and I do the very I, weakest Batman, though by far, um, is, is George Clooney. And I do also firmly, firmly believe that uh, Batman Forever gets way too much shade. It is not as bad of a movie as people like to say. Yes, it's over the top and campy and all of this stuff. Oh, Batman but Forever! I thought, Batman I was, Forever. My my brain was on Batman and Robin. I was like, no, nah, yeah, that's it was fucking not, horrible. It was not Batman and Robin. That one was horrible. Um. But no, that Batman Forever. No, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, it, it, people. Arnold, throw... Arnold was the reason that movie wasn't as, uh, up to par. Uh, Arnold wasn't in Batman Forever. He was a Batman and Robin. Batman Forever was uh, Two Face and the Riddler. Oh, yeah, that one I enjoyed. I did like that um, one. Like I said, it was campier. It was the start of the Joel Schumacher era. But uh, the Batman has nipples. But it didn't have nipples, <laughs> and it didn't have the Bat credit card yet. That you know, more and Joel Schumacher took over at Batman and Robin, like went full Joel Schumacher in yeah. Batman and Robin. It was just like, why, why is there 
why mm-hmm. the uh, like i i could get past bat nipples i can <laughs> get past the, but the bat credit card was was <laughs> the one that was just, like just trace it to wayne industries man yeah like Wait. how did he apply for that did he fill out a mastercard application with batman the um where what's your income What's your social security number? Hey, that looks like Bruce Wayne's social security number. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember the credit cards thing. Uh, I guess it's a good thing. Oh, <laughs> that, if, if anybody ever tells you that there's a worse Batman movie than Batman and Robin, first punch them, second unfriend <laughs> them, third never talk to them again. <laughs> Duly noted. The worst Batman movie by far. Is Batman and Robin? Uma Thurman is the most <laughs> redeeming piece to that. That's fair. That's about poorly that. done. Bane is the oh, second yeah. most redeeming piece to it. Holy rusted metal, Batman! <laughs> the metal—it's you know rusted and full of holes. You know, holy. <laughs> oh Jesus! Fucking horrible. Yes, it was bad. Anyway, it was very bad. almost as anyway. bad as us going off topic on a wrestling podcast. I t- I tell I tell people every time I talk about this podcast to them, I say it's a wrestling podcast. But trust me, we will go off the rails at some point. All the fucking time. I had a coworker who was like, I wanted to start a podcast, but I just I would just go off on tangents and talk, and I go, so do it. Yeah, that's how you do podcasts. That's how, look that's at that's our podcasting. viewership, duh. That, that is podcasting right there. Um, so, yeah. So, D.A. Fabe, do you have a challenge for us, or did you sleep too late? And... <laughs> sleep too late? No, I fucking fell asleep waiting for you to text. Oh. And then slept through my text. Well. Yeah, that's about that point. Now I know how you felt in high school. Oh. oh but it's, it, it, it would sting less if it wasn't true i suppose mm. didn't have texting in high school so oh that's legit waiting for <laughs> your page buddy I'm too fucking old waiting for your page i didn't have a pager in high school waiting for your public the only people that, when i was in high call. school who had jurors were drug dealers i mean I totally did not know any of their numbers <laughs> Snap. What what what? Yep, one hundred percent totally did not. Drug, drug dealers <laughs> have pagers? Well they used to uh, uh, yeah, allegedly still have pagers. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> anyway. Um I had a really good one the other night and fuck if I can't remember it. Oh, I mean there is a fucking holiday coming up, but <laughs> shit. I mean, what are we gonna do? Fucking hornswoggle on a pole match? I mean, that's. Well, I feel like that's always your go-to. <laughs> I mean, well, no, my go-to is is product placement, but I did a version of that last week. Um, it's okay. We can end the podcast on the fun game that we always play. No. <laughs> ah. Now I think I got it because because it goes no. <laughs> nice. No. So I'm going to use iconic 
Um, we're gonna we're gonna recharacter. I'm okay with this. All right, I'm going to my Goku Goju, and I'm gonna use iconic skit show characters, and you have to put a wrestler to them. Oh, so okay. things like I tell you, Stuart. <laughs> I feel like that's Danhausen to a T. Chucky T. Stuart? What? Stuart. Chucky T. Chucky T is Stuart. That that's my he's got his mom there. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's true. Sue can be a mom. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Um Fire Marshal Bill. What is that from? Living In Living Color, it's Jim Carrey. Oh, snap, yes. Yeah, you might have to come up about a decade for this this punk kid to know what we're talking about. Well, well the, the the best skit show characters were 80s and 90s, man. I know, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you're going to have... Um, Fire Marshal. I mean, I was born in 89. What the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> Pay attention when you're fucking two. You might have a podcast in 32 years. Yeah. <laughs> That's another point. Lesson to any two-year-olds out there. Mm. Pay attention to the shit on TV, because you might have to talk about it on a podcast in 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, um, you're crying for some food. Yeah. <laughs> Grow up and prepare for your real job. Uh, <laughs> Who knows when you're going to be a fake cop on the internet? Talking about wrestling. Oh, straight up. My mom's so proud. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, at least you're not a wrestler. <laughs> oh, True Mrs. Thing. Smarks, who now has the last name Smarkshausen because her son made her. Mm-hmm. Very awkward for her. Yeah. Having to Fire tell Marshall all the neighbors at the uh, retirement community. <laughs> A returning, I'll answer this one with my own personal one. A returning Stone Cold Steve Arson. Or Steve Arson. Steve Arson. Nice. He's clearly Steve Austin for Fire Version Bill. Woo! That was a Freudian slip if I've ever heard one. (laughs) Speaking of arson. Crazy Nothing. Steve. That works. Crazy Steve. Yeah. Okay. You got one there, JLB, for, for Fire Marshal Bill? Um, I was watching one of the YouTube skits, so I kind of got an idea. It doesn't uh, take much on Fire Marshal Bill. You, you're pretty much yeah. there. You, you watch half of one of the skits, and, and you get the whole thing. He didn't have a big evolution arc. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, I almost feel. Hold on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, uh, I think I'll go with. Because uh, he can be also comical as well. I think I'd go with Dean Ambrose. Because he's just that kind of John Moxley is fire worshipable. I can actually see that too. Yeah. 
I could see him doing that as the John Moxley character, even. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right, homie D clown here. Homie, don't play that. Which, for a rundown, for those who don't have time to go pause and look at uh, YouTube, um, this is Major Pain as a clown. Literally, the guy who played Major Pain, but really, it's the same character. Just one's cloudy, and the other one's military. Um, Isaiah Cassidy. I where are you going with that? I don't hear that. I don't. Buys him some time to do home to look up home. If, if you if you watch any of like the behind the scenes stuff, like on Sammy's blog or or Ethan Page's blog, I don't know. He just has kind of the personality that I think would fit that. Um, put some put some tennis balls in a sock and yeah. I, I I also have to admit that um in my brain I'm I'm keeping the ethnicity because I don't think that's a character you can quite watch. No, no. So. It, it, you could call him Honky D Clown. Yeah, which does limit, like in WWE, it limits uh, the people because, like, you can't do Bobby Lashley as Homie the Clown. That doesn't. I think you well. could do. Uh, you could probably. I was gonna say Big E. Big E, maybe Kofi, maybe. Um, Big E could do it on like a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would work well if they all I just think... pick different characters from In Living Color. Even Xavier might even be actually pretty decent. He's got the hair for it. He's got the hair for it, but he also has the, obviously, the excitement like the New Day has and the homey clownness, if you will, where uh, he can act as silly as Damon Wayne's, right? Because it's Damon Wayne's who did it. No? Yes, it's Damon Wayne's who does it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. This is still Living Color, no? Yes. yes, that was on Living Color as well. Yes. Wow. I really got a. Is there is that on any streams? No, huh? Uh, it's probably all over YouTube, I would guess. Hmm. Keenan, yeah. Keenan was. Uh, Keenan Ivory Wayne's was uh, really com- quite comedic genius in terms of his his leadership on that show, and so you got some really good stuff there. Really mm. good stuff. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm going to give you the cone heads. I need at least three people in this though. Cone heads, cone head. Mm. We come from France. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> you do a great cone head. Man. That was great. Yeah. So... Um, for Father Conehead, Colt Cabana. Oh, I remember what I was thinking the other night. Now that you said Colt Cabana, anyway, go on. Colt Cabana for Mother Conehead. Mother Conehead's tough. Okay. Mother Conehead, Natalia. 
So wow, you get Colt Cabana because of his acting ability and Natalia because of her lack of personality. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Yeah. And <laughs> I then... feel like she still had jokes, though. No? She, yeah, but her jokes were all like like straight man jokes. So, yeah. That, I mean, that's why that's why uh, Dan Aykroyd was on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dan then. Aykroyd's probably the greatest straight man in history. And then for the daughter. In a fun um, kayfabe twist, Chris Statlander. Oh, because she's an alien. I get what you're doing there. I get it. Yeah. She's an alien playing an alien. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do this one. You can't. You can't pull off. <laughs> I, I I remember I, the movie. I have Lance Armstrong as Father Conehead. Can see that. (laughs) It stings, and yet I understand it. (laughs) We come from France. We come from (laughs) France. Okay, so because because Smarks got that one, we'll give you an easier one. Wayne and Garth. Wayne's world. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Okay. Well, I almost think you would have to put Riddle as uh, Wayne. <laughs> I'm okay with I, this. I think so that far. works. Um, and Garth was really. Well, they were both pretty fucking silly, but Garth was really technically like he was a little more dense, real a little bit more dense, right? Yeah. Um, I think maybe you can put Orange Cassidy if he ups Whatever. his personality a tad. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Wherever. 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 Party on, Wayne. Whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Bro. Bro. Whatever. (laughs) I think you could actually pull off the gimmick just leaving them as their current characters and give them a a local public access TV show just of them being themselves. God, that'd be a fantastic fucking podcast. Yeah. All right. The last one I'm going to give you um, for both of you, because I do want to hear your input on the one that I had the other night. Um, so I'm actually going to do two, two challenges, and I apologize, but the second one's really, really fast. Um, this one's going to be a we, weekend update anchor, which is probably going to be somebody who speaks on on uh, uh, commentary, but doesn't have to be. So weekend update anchor. So that's Michael Che and uh, what's his face? Well, currently Michael Che and and yeah, but it, yeah, there have been dozens of them over the time. Chevy Chase, hosted Chevy Chase, uh, uh, Norm Macdonald, Norm Macdonald, Norm Macdonald. That was classic. Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy Fallon hosted um, it. Jimmy Fallon right before, was Weekend Update. Yep. Right oh, wow. before uh, Norm Macdonald was uh, Kevin Nealon. 
Kevin Nealon, he did a very, very, uh, very um, good. Didn't, um, um, fuck, I'm totally blanking on his name now. Will Ferrell? I don't think he did it. No, not Will Ferrell. Um, David Spade, wasn't he for a short run? Uh, he did. It probably was. wasn't. It probably, his personality doesn't really match that very much. Or but. was he just a, uh, featured player on Weekend Update? It might have been. A, I don't rem- recall. At least let's see. We'll figure this. Uh, Seth Meyers. Seth Meyers and and um, um, fucking. I'm totally blanking on her name. Yeah. Tina Fey. Uh, no. no, the other one. Blonde haired uh, one. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Uh, Seth, Seth Meyers and Amy Poehler did it for a long time. Colin Jost is the current one. Dennis Miller was host for a while. Um, Jane Curtin. Uh, he was, she was a host for a while with Chevy Chase on it, uh, where he famously um, re- used the phrase, Jane, you ignorant slut. Norm um, was only on it from 94 to 97. I feel like he was so much longer. Um, Dan Aykroyd hosted Weekend Update for a while. Colin Quinn hosted Colin it Quinn. for a long time. Norm uh, said something stupid. Got himself fired. I don't even remember what it was. He's like, well, you won't see me next week on this show. And literally, we've never seen him since. So Seth Meyers was at the beginning of season 32. Uh, but then he began some other show, so he left. Uh, who was the other one? So yeah, it started off season one was Chevy Chase. Season two had Chevy Chase and Jane Curtin. Um, then it was Jane Curtin and Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin and Bill Murray for a season, two seasons. Oh, I cannot imagine Bill Murray on that. Uh, I don't season, see him having very much season years. six had Charles Rocket and Gail Mathias. Uh, season seven had Brian Doyle Murray and Mary Gross, um, and Christine Ebersole for a short period of time. Season eight had Brad Hall, season nine. Brad Hall and Joe Piscopo did it for a while. Um, season 10 went through Billy Crystal for a short period of time as a guest host, Christopher Guest, for a while. Um, then they went to Dennis Miller, Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon did it for three seasons. Norm MacDonald did it for three. Norm MacDonald and Colin Quinn did it on season 23 i think that's the where norman donald got fired yeah um and then that was a very solid stint of weekend update being one of the stronger segments on snl colin quinn did it for another two years then jimmy fallon and tina fey did it for four years also a very solid and then tina fey and amy poehler did it for a year two years i think amy poehler and horatio sands for a short period of time and then I can't Hacky... see Horatio Sands behind the desk either. Mm-hmm. Um, it was while it was while Tina Fey was pregnant, I believe, and right. so um, then when Tina Fey came back, okay. then Amy Poehler and Seth Meyers, then Amy Poehler and Seth Meyers, and then when Amy Poehler left, it was just Seth Meyers, and then Seth Meyers and Cecily Strong, and then Cecily Strong and Colin Jost, and then Colin Jost and Michael Che, um, and so that's that's been since 2014. That's a yeah. long run. It's a very long run. That's the longest, technically. 
Yeah. Out of any. Yeah. Yeah. The best run was was Miller through, really through Colin Quinn, all of Colin Quinn. That was a really good run of yeah. funny guys. I do remember Colin Quinn being pretty good, though, too. Yeah. Uh, Colin Jost has had the most total episodes as hosting uh, Weekend Update at 164 episodes. Michael Chase, number two, at 157. Seth Meyers, number three, at 154. And then Tina Fey, 118. Dennis Miller, at 111. And then from there on, it's it's sub 100. Um, Joe Piscopo only did one episode as the host. Horatio Sands. I don't remember Joe Joe Piscopo ever doing it. And Horatio Sands only did two episodes. And Billy Crystal only did three. Ah, okay. So, who you guys got? Does it say why Norm Macdonald was fired? (laughs) Um, He said something about their ratings, if I remember right. Oh. Or talk smack on NBC or something like that. Or no, he dropped the F-bomb. Did he drop the F-bomb? I'm going to find out here. Uh, I think I would go with... um, I feel like... um, like my first thought was John Moxley and Seth Rollins because they actually are great together, but then I said, "Oh, but Seth Rollins and KO." <laughs> That's a that, that would, would be a lot of fun. Would probably be really fire. Or, or then I'm like, "Wait a minute, what about KO and Sami Zayn?" So um, it wasn't one specific joke that got uh, uh, Kevin Nealon off. In fact, it it, it was after Kevin a series Nealon of jokes. Or- Norm Macdonald, no? Norm Macdonald, excuse me. Norm Macdonald. It wasn't a single joke. It was a series of jokes. Um, early 1998, Don Olmeyer, president of NBC's, had McDonald removed his Weekend Update anchor, citing a decline in ratings and a drop in a drop-off in quality. He was replaced by Colin Quinn. Uh, McDonald, however, says uh, that the true reason for his dismissal was his series of O.J. Simpson jokes during and after the trial, frequently calling him a murderer and noting that Olmeyer is a good friend of O.J. Simpson and supported him during the proceedings. Fair enough. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So now remind yeah. me, what, what's the challenge? We're supposed to put you're, wrestlers you're, in Weekend yeah, Update? Yeah, put, put a wrestler, wrestler running Weekend Update. Even RK Bro might be fun. Because Randy would be more of the serious one. And Riddle would kind of get on his nerves. Those two could be the Blues Brothers fantastically. <laughs> What's fair? God, this is like the intersection of everything I hate in professional wrestling. Make them a host <laughs> of a talk show. Well, I'm sorry, bud. Actually, I want to think you both agree. So maybe be interesting. At least it's a comedy talk show. Yes. Oh, if it was news anchor, I would definitely say Kane and the Undertaker. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) And there would be Fox News Plus. It would be on Fox News Plus Network. <laughs> no, no, okay. Okay, so this is going to seem weird for me to say it, but I think hear me out and think about it a bit. 
one host, Matt Cardona. The other host, Cody Rhodes. Straight man, Cody Rhodes. Wild man, Matt Cardona. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't want to hear comedy and then him saying that he stopped racism every like two seconds. But but then Matt Cardona would make the joke. Oh yeah, but we forget. Cody Rhodes solved racism. <laughs> so it would bring him down a notch. John Cena South Pole Wrestling segments. I I believe you mean I gotta remember South Pole Wrestling. No, because he wasn't John Cena on South Park. Oh, yes. Yeah, you're right. right. You're right. Um, Dushman Sterling or whatever his name was. I looked it up not too long ago because I had to. Um, Lance Catamaran. Yes. Where was this? South Park Wrestling. They, they... Did you never watch South Park Regional Wrestling? I don't think so, no. Oh my gosh. It is, <laughs> a, it is it's a... on the WWE network. Um, so you can still find it. Comedy they, segment. They did a comedy thing. It was it, it was just... literally just a an internet it, it was never on television. Yeah, it was just on oh, WWE okay. Network. Uh in 2017 and 2018, I think is when they did it. It's um it was it was billed as um, as part of the all the acquisitions that uh, they found in their their archives the tapes from this small regional uh, wrestling promotion Southpaw Regional Wrestling, um, okay. and so they they would broadcast these as as old tapes of Southpaw Regional Wrestling. And I don't think there was ever any matches on it. It was just like promos. No. You okay, know, well, and yeah. and commentary and and so on and so forth, but it was all, all like um, current wrestlers playing characters, yeah, like cool uh, characters. so. You had John Cena, who would have been like the serious, you know, the serious man at the desk, and then there was like a, a referee who played um, the other man at the desk, who was always just asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, always so, asleep. So like. Uh, 24 wrestlers and nine other characters. So in terms of like wrestlers, you had Carl Anderson playing Chad Too Bad. <laughs> Rusev playing Big Bartholomew. Uh, an unknown wrestler playing the sea creature. Uh, Luke Gallows was Tex Ferguson. Luke Harper was La Barba Grande. <laughs> TJP was John Johnson. Lana was Christian Joy. Tyler Breeze was Mr. McElroy. Connor and Victor of the Ascension were surf dudes with attitudes. <laughs> Damn, that sounds like a better gimmick than they had. Uh, Heath Slater was the impressive Pelvis Wesley. Pelvis Wesley. <laughs> nice. Seth Rollins was Dry Rub Doug. Rhino was Frantic Frank. Dolph Ziggler was Nikki Lee Sticks. Uh, Xavier Woods was Voo and Biggie was Doo, so Voo Doo. Uh, Jason Jordan was Pork Chop Jones. The Miz was the astonishing Adam Dung. 
<laughs> Daniel Bryan was Rene Beret. He's <laughs> French. <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan also played Dan Bandana. He played two characters. There's only six episodes. Uh, 12 total episodes, two seasons. Oh, okay. It's just showing uh, one here. Dewey Jackson was played by Michael Hayes. Connor and Victor also played a tag team called Danger Zone. I think that was in season two. Uh, and Natalia was Debbie Desperado. They had Chris Jericho is Cameron Clint Bobsky backstage that is interviewer. A fantastic episode of that. Mm-hmm. Jericho um, plays it so well. John Cena Most was Lance Catamaran, one of the studio hosts. Fandango was Chet Chesterfield. Uh, that was a funny one, too. John Cone was Chip Henderson, the referee. AJ Styles was Malibu Al, one of the sponsors who cut advertisements for Malibu Al. Uh, Renee Young was Susan, one of the backstage interviewers. Adam Pierce was a janitor. Carlos Cabrera was La Barba Grande's present presenter in voice only. <laughs> like I said, it was two seasons of six episodes. First season was sponsored by KFC, so you had a, a lot of like KFC tie-in stuff that happened over the. Th- it was it was very entertaining, and they were what ten minute episodes. They weren't very long. Yeah, five minutes. I see here. Yeah, they weren't long Six at minutes. all. Maybe. Well worth the watch. So one thing that I realized the other night when when we were talking and I had already missed the podcast the other night, last night. What the fuck am I talking about? Um, it's, it's time to say last night, not yesterday morning, or not this morning. It's time to say last night. <laughs> so last night when we were talking is Colt Cabana and AEW is very much so a enhancement talent. You can rank WW or you can rank professional wrestling uh, promotions based on where you would place Colt Cabana in the card. Very easily. Colt Cabana is the ultimate in being able to place them in, a, in the card somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I just want you to pick um where you would place it pick three different promotions where he would he would be either main event mid card AEW is a good good example mid card uh even to enhancement talent i guess he's more enhancement talent in AEW uh and then enhancement talent all the way all the way down at like jobber you can put four levels three levels however you want to do it just pick your promotions to like where he would be in those promotions well, Example, I... <laughs> my three. Uh, obviously, in AEW's enhancement talent, in WWE, I think he actually gets a promotion versus uh, the rest of the talent, and I think he's a very good mid card, mostly because of his comedic ability. And in Zello Pro, he's a main eventer. That's an example. Um, Ring of Honor, he's a main eventer. I agree. Um, I think, I think they haven't been using him up to the level in AEW, but I think he's technically. I, I would still. You think he's a mid carter in AEW? Um, I, they they aren't using him that way. That's why I say he's enhancement mm-hmm. talent right now. Um, I, I would say AEW has a glut of enhancement talent, and they don't use him to put over people, which puts him at mid carter. Okay, he doesn't. He doesn't like. 
He but, doesn't show up on AEW Dark just to wrestle and lose to someone. The reason I say that is John Silver is mid-card, and John Silver's the bigger product in in the Dark Order. I I would agree, but at the same point, um, like I'm just really quickly pulling. I think he lends out. credibility to the Dark Order um, big time. You know, uh, you know he he's he's put over main event talent like the Young Bucks, um, and upper mid card like Powerhouse Hobbs. But on like AEW Dark and stuff, he's they're defeating people. Okay, uh, okay. you know. He he lost to Brian Danielson on one, well, of but I, I I don't I don't think as a whole they're using him as a as a enhancement talent because he's going over and on enough of them, um, you know he he beat well, Ryan Nemeth he beat J D Drake, uh, the the facts Carter. are his comedic value puts him perfectly in AEW Dark and stuff like that, yeah. You just comedy amongst the best in the industry, so. But, but that's why really I, I put him in mid card there. And the thing is, we already know uh, what WWE does with Colt Cabana because he was in WWE uh, for a period of time. And uh, what, what was the name they wanted him to use? Uh, Scotty Goldman was his WWE name, so, and so. he was. He was a the fucking jobber there. So he was a Jewish jobber. Yeah. Uh, trying to see if I can find wh- when he went into. He wasn't there for very long. I'll you know. Here's the thing. There's a story that still needs to be told while he's in AEW and CM Punk's there. They need to do a series with those two. It needs to be done for the fans, not for them. For the fans. Yeah. I kind I kind of wonder because they they I don't has, think I don't think they've resolved everything. I yeah, think they, the lawsuits are over. There but has to be stuff unresolved because, as far as I've been able to tell, they've they've kept their distance from each other, even backstage at AEW. Yeah. Um, and that's sad. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand the 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 animosity still can be there and everything, and it'd be really tough to put some of that shit behind you, but, but well, I, you, you know. your fans are begging you to do it. Yeah. So um, where do you place him in, in three different promotions? Pick your promotions. You can see GCW game changer. You can, that's obviously GCW. Just so you know, impact. Where, where would you put him? JLB? I don't know. I think, uh, I think he would actually maybe even be a main eventer on impact. I could see him. He's big enough to be. He's big enough to be. So I kind of see him being pretty good in Impact. I see him maybe being big-ish in NXT 2.0. He's too old. But maybe that's it. That's what I was maybe thinking as well. Maybe a tad too old. But he definitely wouldn't be anything in... uh, he wouldn't be anything in the main roster at all in WWE. So yeah, they'd shit on him. They definitely shit on him for sure. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, when mm-hmm. you're done, I've got I've got one more to add to it. Just don't let me forget. Okay. Um, and so Impact main event NXT 2.0. 
maybe main event. Uh, WWE, though, Raw or SmackDown, like Jobber Galore, like he'll lose to Jasawa because that's how they treat him, bastards. Um, <laughs> AEW, they're honestly just not using him properly. They got to get him out of the Dark Order. That has never worked for him. Um, and they got to start treating him more like a like a star because i remember right. his stuff at roh man this guy was pretty good right now the dark order feels like a, a five person setup it feels like evil uno alan angels Stu grayson uh john silver and anna jay uh, that's what it feels like i suspicion that we are within uh months if not weeks of Alan Angels and uh, Preston Vance separating off into their own. Oh, yeah, 10. Yeah, I forgot about 10. Uh, I suspicion there. Um, I also suspicion that Anna Jay and uh, Ty Conti are going to form a tag team whenever they get around to having women's tag team division. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. So anyway, I just... Okay, I, I got I to throw in mine, though. Okay. My, my, my fourth pick. Um... He would be less than a jobber and control your narrative because he's the only one there who hasn't been accused of being a, a absolute jerk wagon um, or douchebag or garbage person in some way, shape, or form. How long was their control your narrative show? Uh, wasn't super long. Let's find out. See if it's even on cage match. Probably. Control your narrative. Results. Three twenty-two. Control your narrative. Awakening, Orlando. Um. Oh, so they just did it to ride AEW's coattails there. <clears throat> yeah, I mean they just did it there. Um, I think they they. Yeah, or Orlando's also a good place for it for lots of things. Um, there's Jesus, there's not even a time on this thing. It it has to be relatively short though, because uh, there were only one, two, three, four, five, six, eh, seven, eight matches total, but um, a lot of them were fucking no names no names like uh eli perez versus ajz don't know either of them um uh august artois castle and ryzen we know ryzen because he wrestles uh in aw dark right any relation to tara uh no, but he he did uh, wrestle for a while as like Terror Ryzen or something like that. Um, Rob Ryzen is his name. Anyways, um, versus Jay Logan, Valentino, and Act. Caden Pierre versus Vinny Pacifico. I don't know. Fodder versus Weston Blake. And Weston Blake, I think, used to wrestle as Wesley Blake. Um, okay. In uh, uh, WWE developmental, I believe so. Anyways, um, Big Demo, aka Killian Dane, 
versus some guy I've never heard of. Jamie Stanley doesn't even have a cage match profile. Blake Troop versus Johnny Radke. Don't know. Austin Aries versus some dude named Abraham Khan. And Adam Sharon and EC3 versus The Righteous. Um, which I do not know either of these wrestlers. Um, 41 year old wrestler named Bateman. So, no, uh, no, uh, Killer Cross at that. Nope. Nope. And only one person took up the rant room to go yell at Austin Aries for a while. Um, <laughs> no word on what was said. But it was yeah, like it was fucking at a uh, at a bar, and they advertised that it was a a sellout. It was less than two hundred people. You know, I mean, it sold out the bar, but yeah, I mean, it's an up and coming promotion. Yeah, yeah, super up and coming. Emphasis on the up <laughs> or the coming. I, I mean, with this group beer. of people, beer. with this with this group beer. of people in a bar, there probably was some of that, oh. and, and, and and maybe some some um, allegations. Oh Jesus! Wow. I mean, yeah, I get the hate. Schools, prison sex. L- listen, listen. I'm not going to hold back my hatred for Austin Aries. It came out last week that he uh, was accused multiple times of forcing uh, women in the locker room to lick his nuts because he didn't think they belonged there and it, this was his way of hazing them. It's he's a, it's not uh, sexual harassment, right? Because it was teaching them a lesson oh, that they don't God. belong there. Dick. Oh, that, that's that's uh yeah. that's appropriate oh, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 totally aware of that clause in the law that says it's not sexual harassment if it's teaching a lesson. Right? Yeah, yeah. Lick my testicles. Austin Aries can yeah. fuck off and choke. Can, like, can lick your testicles. Yeah. Teach him a lesson, bud. Yep. I don't want that on my testicles. I don't know where that tongue's been. It's by the point, too. You are taking your most valuable... He, Body parts. He 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 also doesn't believe in germs. He thinks germs are a conspiracy. Oh, from eighteen fucking yep. seventeen. Yep, that that germs were a conspiracy uh, created by the man to keep us in check or some shit Just like happens that. Happens to fucking have stuck around for two hundred plus years. Yeah. Well, mm. because the man wants to keep us in check, so they lied to us about germs, so that um. We do what they want. Does he think the earth is flat? I don't know if he's a flat earther. He might be. Um, but he's an anti-vaxxer and because and he's an anti-vaxxer because he doesn't think you need vaccines because germs aren't real. All right. Okay. <laughs> God, I guess I'm surprised it... him and Vince didn't get along with the whole sneeze thing. Yeah. You're oh, weak. I... No, exactly. <laughs> like, like here, here's the deal, right? You mentioned, yes, system. if he's a flat earther. I don't know if he's a flat earther. He might be, very well might be. But if he was just a flat earther, I wouldn't have, like, I don't have this sort of hatred for Flip Gordon 
despite the fact that he's a flat earther who has literally traveled all around the world, both in the military and as a professional wrestler. Uh, I, I just think that's a sign of, of um, not being all that bright. Right. You know, um, but with Austin Aries, it goes above and beyond. Uh, it goes flat, flat to, I'm just a douche. Um, he also hates the terminology vegan when he's a vegan himself, but he hates the word vegan. Nothing too crazy, but <laughs> just stuff I'm finding. God, the guy's such a good performer in the ring, too. That's yeah. unfortunate that he has to be a douche-shul. The top oh, review you know. on Cage Match is a 6.0. Grade A asshole who's an, also an incredible talent. I wish him nothing but the worst. <laughs> Having good matches 10 to 15 years ago hardly matters when this fucking miserable prick does nothing but sexually harass women and spout off inane conspiracy theories about vaccines and whatnot. Maybe there's a version of the narrative where he isn't a slimy piece of shit, but in reality, that's just what he is. Can we stop talking about his ball-looking expeditions? Yeah. Anyway, moving forward, we have a game. We have a game. Pick or pass. And I'm trying to decide if, if I want to do a twist on this game today. Twist. 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 Great song. Um, Not really a song. Great segue. It's like 45 seconds. Now nah, we'll just do the regular one. So we, we will do the regular one. We're going to start off with... Um, uh, current... Current CM Punk or all-time Colt Cabana? Pick or pass. And I guess we'll go to you since you're up on screen. Current CM Punk. Okay. Um, Colt Cabana. This is tough because I'm trying to not regulate us to the mid-card. Colt Cabana, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. NXT champion Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. True. 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 Uh, Colt Cabana. Apparently, you can't be old and still be in NXT. Yep. Uh, Colt Cabana or oh, Matt oh. Cardona? Matt Cardona. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, you you can be old and and be an NXT if you're a main card talent who gets sent down to NXT to show them how much better the main card is. Ah, legit. Yeah, legit. that's true. Um, Veer is coming. <sighs> Please let me finish. <laughs> this is getting painful. Um. Colt Cabana Ooh. or <laughs> Chucky T. Colt Cabana. Chucky T or Trent? 
Which is the one with the bandana? Trent. Trent. Uh, Chucky T or Orange Cassidy? Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Simple there. Um, Chucky T or... Kip Sabian. I want to leave Chucky T in the running. Um, and Kip Sabian just kind of got hamstringed. You know what I'm saying? Ham- yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he's out with, injury. I think, a shoulder injury. Yeah. But I'm going with hamstring because it's... It, it's, it's funnier. Injury. Yeah, I get the yeah. problem. Yeah. yeah. I can't say shouldered. Yeah. Got shouldered to the side. No, no. Uh, I didn't no, know that doesn't work. Anyway, so um, but Gib Sabian has, in my opinion, more upside. Chucky e. T. Zmom or Muff <laughs> Bagwell's mom. Uh, um, I I will point out that Sue is uh, Trent Beretta's mom. Just so you know. Oh, so sorry. Chucky e. T's ride to the arena. <laughs> Bagwell. Or Bagwell's ride to the arena. <laughs> but Bagwell's ride to the arena. Uh yeah, uh Chucky e. T's ride to the arena. So that leaves us with Buff Bagwell connection. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Hey, Buff so, Bagwell, you can go up pretty quickly. There's a lot of there's there's an era where he's pretty important. This is true. Because um, he was buff and he was the stuff, and the women could not get enough. Get enough. Mm. Apparently, still can't because he's making money as a gigolo still. I wouldn't say he's still making money at it. <laughs> still performing as a gigolo. He's still attempting to make money as it. Surviving as a gigolo. Okay. Buff Bagwell or Scott Norton? Oh, fuck, that was tough. Um, <laughs> if you include New Japan, it's Scott yeah, Norton. All, if you don't, yeah, all then times, it's Bagwell. All time Scott Norton. Yeah, Scott Norton wins there. Um, WCW. Just WCW, Scott Norton. Then I'll, I'll take Buff there. Yeah. Um, he had the bigger draw overall. I I will say, I think Scott Norton's the better wrestler. Yeah. But since we're talking about it from an overall standpoint, and good choice on Scott Norton because that's one you can easily go close to main event <laughs> if you include New Japan. But so, um, Scott Norton, all time, or Let's see how this goes. Scott Norton, all-time, or uh, soon-to-be Hall of Fame inductee, Big Van Vader. Ooh, Vader. Especially if it's all-time, and even if it's not, even if, even at his worst. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was he was good. Like the only way you take you take Scott Norton is Vader versus HBK in the world title match. That's where you you take out Vader. 
Um, All-time Scott Norton versus <coughs> present-day Goldberg. Uh, wow. You really... All-time Scott Norton. Duh. Well, okay. But that opened the window to have a world champion conversation. No, that's true. Uh, I just will never pick Goldberg for anything. I'm sorry. You chose the wrong guy for that. No, that's exactly what I wanted. Okay. Um, We're trying to level this up, not level it down. I know you like to level them down. We want to level them up. I know, but Goldberg is always going to be last then. Uh, Goldberg or... Goldberg in his prime against Austin in his prime. This is a no-brainer. Yeah, Austin. Okay. Uh, Goldberg. Prime Goldberg. Or... All-time Psycho Sid. Oh, fuck. Soon-to-be WWE Hall of Famer, Psycho Sid, reportedly. I'm going to take Goldberg because he gave me Prime. But that's a good one. Uh, Psycho Sid Sid all-time, Tank Abbott. I'm not a fan of Tank Abbott at all. And you're not even adding his MMA career into that? Uh, so I, mean, I suppose if you want to include him walking across the ring with his arms flailing. <laughs> so psycho. Sick. And still winning. And <laughs> so psycho said. Oh. How did you lower this? Well, Prime Tick Abbott had a main event run. He just didn't win the title. That's valid. Um, okay. Like he's Tank. Umaga. He's Umaga 15 years early. And he was, they planned for him to be like what Goldberg was. Okay. There was just yeah, some politics true. that fucked it up. Mainly his. <laughs> right. Tank Abbott. Or, I guess in his prime, WWE grilling him to be the next big thing. Or Mark Marrow in his prime. Hmm. So who are the choices again? Tank Abbott. Tank Abbott. Tank Abbott. Sorry, I was, I was distracted. One and a half year run. Uh, Mark Marrow. Fucking... Mark Miller had a ton of upside. And, he did. Uh, and was squandered fun- by two different promotions. Yeah. Well, the the funniest thing is uh, just the knowing that when Vince McMahon signed him to come into WWE, he didn't realize he wasn't getting the wild man gimmick. Um, the Johnny B. Bad gimmick, excuse me. So yeah, he had so to he create had to the wild man. Wild man. Um, because he, he signed him for the Johnny B. Bad gimmick. And then, and then it's like, fuck, I don't get that. 
Well, now I don't really want you, but I've already signed you, so... Uh... Bring your wife. We'll dig her. <clears throat> so, uh, Tank Abbott or um, Bart Gunn. We'll go back down to the mid-card. I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> I'll take Tank Abbott. That run was enjoyable. It just wasn't very long. Bart Gunn or Stevie Ray? Bart Gunn or Stevie Ray? Oh, Jesus. Uh, I was... These are guys I... we haven't thrown in before. That's valid. Uh, I almost feel like I'll say Stevie Ray. Just because of his contribution to Harlem Heat was more than I feel like the contribution to the smoking guns. And then he just ruined his career with Brawl for All. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Bart Gunn. Or... <laughs> Doink the clown. Hulk Hogan, we're coming for you. I won't say it. That was Booker T, though. Yeah, that was Booker T. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> What, what's really funny is you could you could spot it, the, the moment oh, crap, he realized fired. what he had just said. Yeah, he's like shit. <laughs> um, Doink or Bart Gun? God damn it! We're reliving a very funny moment in history. I really don't want either of them. <laughs> I love Doink the Clown. I don't never. Um, I think he has a phobia of clowns. Little clown I, I, phobia. I fucking hate clowns. Fucking, <laughs> oh come on, man! You, you gotta love Bart Gunn and his match with Doctor Death, Steve Williams. Yeah, that one moment <laughs> where he just fucked everything over for fucking Vince. Yeah, Bart Bart Gunn and his. He's gonna win brawl for all, but then no, he doesn't. Um, uh, we, we got Butterbean. <laughs> yeah. Um, fucking God they can do it. Bart Gunn versus Dr. Death, and then you no, pick no. Doink. <laughs> no, you pick Bart in that instance because he fucked everything Vince wanted over, yeah, <laughs> also ruined his own career <laughs> at the same time. Yep. Um, you were supposed to lose to Steve Williams, <laughs> it's not scripted, I know, but he's supposed to be a badass who kicked your ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why? Why did you? Why were you not weaker against him? But it was a real fight. <laughs> what? Why did we give you real boxing, and you win? <laughs> yeah. Um. Goddamn. Well, I I'll take original Doink the Clown when he was dark and scary before WWE decided to to make him family friendly and not scary, and then before like everyone and their dog played Doink the Clown. Um, so we'll do one more round here. So we still have Bart Gunn. 
We'll just do Bart Gunn and Dr. Death. Well, I, I think you have to give it to Bart Gunn there. So, Dr. Death was supposed to be a actual fighter who got knocked the fuck out by Bart Gunn, who was just an in-ring performer who was on the downhill slide of his career. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Mark Gunn. Good job making. I mean, get yourself fired, which today would be a gift for a lot of WWE wrestlers. So, mm-hmm. good job, buddy. Um, Doctor Death, Steve Williams versus Ultimate Warrior. If we're gonna go, if it's the last round, we gotta pull him out. <laughs> pull him out. So, Doctor Death, no doubt. <laughs> One of the worst runs for a real fighter in WWE. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. Or the Shocker. Shockmaster. Shockmaster. <laughs> the hard part with that is that you know that it's John Tenta. Yeah. I mean, if if I get to then eventually have John Tenta, then it's Shockmaster in a heartbeat. Okay, fair. I'll pick someone who did wrestling then. It, it, if if <laughs> it was it. if it was simply just the Shockmaster, that's all I'd get from him. Is that one appearance? It's a tough choice. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it's a tough choice here. Uh, but you my stormtrooper, my bedazzled stormtrooper helmet fell off. <laughs> but you know, upside, I'm not incredibly homophobic and racist, so you know, there's that. Can we start this promo over? Oh wait, that's like sit still. Yeah, no, we're live, buddy. Uh, you know that I'm half. Um, you fucking fucking shockmaster. Nice shockmaster. I agree. Uh, and there we end up with Ultimate Warrior at the bottom row. Ultimate Warrior is the big loser, which you know, I mean, in fairness, it's where he belongs. Dude, he's dead. Doesn't matter. You don't have to beat a dead horse or warrior. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, so we're I ending this podcast. This. So on that no. note, I think it's time. I I think we've we've devolved, and I think we're all a little bit loopy and need need some sleep. So I got some. I'm good. I got a quick nap, but I think I need real sleep. So (laughs) on that note, we are going to close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Um, Reminder to everyone that we do go live every Sunday night and Tuesday night for recording our podcast. Most Sunday nights. Well, I still went live Sunday night just for a little bit to let people know. Um, You can follow us on all the social medias, but I would highly recommend if you want to continue uh, following us for the live streams that you follow us on Twitch. 
because uh, not only um, is that probably the best experience for watching the live stream, but there is going to be Twitch exclusive live streams that you will only get if you follow us on Twitch. Also, our our growing audience, the mm-hmm. uh, Facebook audience is growing pretty solidly, and the YouTube audience mm-hmm. is. But head on over to Twitch. Okay, that's that's the just the one that's growing. The um, but. So follow us on Twitch. You can follow us on all the social medias. Uh, links are going to be in the doobly-doos for all of that. But you can follow me at Raw and Order WBU. Um, that's on uh, Twitch. That's on YouTube. That's on Facebook. Uh, on on uh, TikTok. Not on Facebook. Twitter. It's not and on Instagram, Facebook. But not on Facebook. Because that's at Pissant Podcast on Facebook. Um, but other than that... Check us out there. You can support us in all sorts of ways. You can support us by going to our merch store. That's raw and order WBU dot myspreadshop.com. Um, and you can get your Sasha Bear shirt or your Piss Ant podcast or your autograph shirt or one of a dozen other designs. More um, than a dozen. More a than a dozen. dozen. Yep. Yeah. And Based, growing. Best pay per view this year. Yeah, so best far. so far. Um, but yeah, so so check us out there. You can also follow us on Patreon, support us that way. But the easiest and, and cheapest way to support us is just share with your friends. Share our Twitch stream with your friends and say, hey, go follow this Twitch group. Um, but on that note, we're going to go ahead and check. You can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe on Twitter. And you can follow JLB's blurry face at. Yeah, my bad. JLB420, Real Talk Radio, though, is the brand. Why is it so blurry? At Real Talk Radio 8, uh, anchor.fm slash RTR. I still haven't sent you the link tree, I believe. You sure have not. (laughs) And I'm also on Twitch. I will be streaming WWE 2K22 probably all this week. So if you are into wrestling video games, and would even heck like to play against me and whatnot, by all means at JLBTLC25. Um, I don't think I could change that. I've made that ages ago and I don't think that's changeable. Um, but I'm more than just a blurred face. I guarantee you that. Uh, that will also be something I need to send to you as well for the Twitch. Um, but yeah, so you can check those links down on the doobly-doo. Doobly-doobly-doo. <laughs> Back to you, good sir. I can't wait to get off this podcast. <laughs> you and man, me both. Man, so man, on that man, note... Matt's headroom. Yeah. Matt, 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 headroom. Um, that's way too old for most of our audience. Oh my gosh, but it's such an iconic statement. It it's not even a, a great television show, because as a television show, it was actually pretty poor. Yeah, it was it was not great. But on that note, we're gonna stop before we devolve even farther. So I'm gonna close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Bye.